0: Coming up on OTH, Raymond and I go over the real patch 11.11 that comes alongside Nexus Blitz and new Project Skins. Then, after our picks of the week, we move into discussing the LCS Summer Split format before rounding out the episode with the most random and troll discussion about lunch. We hope you enjoy episode 15 of On The Hunt. Welcome, everybody, to episode 15 of On The Hunt, a League of Legends podcast. I'm your co-host, Chris, aka the private investigator, because I use incognito mode a lot.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Like probably Ooh. too much. I was I was thinking I was about to get some spicy stuff that I didn't know about, Chris. But then we got that. The, the pause was really building up some dramatic tension for me.
0: I think there was I think there was like a couple of different ways I could have gone with that. Well, first of all, I bought one of those like AirTag thingies for like tracking stuff. So uh-huh. that was like the original lane I was going to go down but then I remembered that like for the picture for like google chrome incognito mode is like a spy as well <laughs> and so um yeah all I'll say is trust no man who knows the incognito mode keyboard shortcut and we'll leave it at that
1: damn okay
0: but I I'd probably use it too much the thing is I just I don't like to stay logged in to stuff that's all like if I log into reddit facebook or what you know, when anything, like not mm-hmm. that I do any of those. Or like, um or even like just email, for example. I don't I don't want to stay logged in and I don't want to take the time to log out either. So that's why I use it. That's and yeah, also that's fair. Yeah. I try not to get I try not to like, let Yucky Zucky get all my cookies. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, that that is definitely fair. That is definitely fair.
0: Okay. And my I didn't forget about you. And joining me on every episode is another <laughs> co host raymond what's going on man
1: uh, not much dude i thought this time i might have just been like it might have been me in incognito mode for the whole episode like you just weren't supposed to know who i was
0: yeah that might have been a problem <laughs> uh I, hey i got some good news i uh continued to play some league of legends Ooh, this past yeah? week um but i've been playing a lot of ad carry a lot of old school ad carries so ash justana i've even varus you lump that in there and yeah, i will I mean... tell you that I'm just really bad this season apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um because the major problem that I have is like one, I'm just I haven't played enough 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 to like understand people's damages and two, there's still some things from like because I also didn't play a lot in in 2020 that like for example, I still don't really know like Volibear's power level and just like l- random little things like that of like um all of the changes that have been made to champions and over the past year and who is still broken and what matchups are good or not and that sort of thing so i'm also a slow learner (laughs) (laughs) so i guess i got that going for me but yes i got some games in just playing a lot of ad carry though um what about you man
1: yeah i've been playing some you know mostly mostly just playing some uh some games with the boys not nothing too crazy a lot of a rams here and there um playing some more Legends Rune terrace still i got another one of my buddies hooked onto that one so we've played a couple nights just running some some games just against theory each crafting. other yeah not really not really that hard but yeah just <laughs> just playing some just playing some chill games he's still new so i you know i try not to try not to be too crazy you know and, and bully him but got to got to still win the win the game you know otherwise it's no fun i respect that Ooh, you know what else? I know you'll you'll appreciate this. I know you're also a, a Tetris player. I've been playing on Tetris.io. Have you played? Have you played on that website?
0: No, I haven't heard of it. But I'm so sad that they took down Tetris Friends like back in like 2019 or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> what, pretty much when that when the Tetris um, Battle Royale came out for Nintendo Switch, they like took right, that right, website right. down and took down like the Facebook version and everything. Like it was pretty tragic. But uh, go yeah. ahead.
1: This one this one's pretty sick. It's like it's it's like one of the I.O. websites, you know, so you can play like they have um it's all on your browser. You can play against people, like they do the Tetris ninety nine style stuff, but then also um like they have like a ranked like one v one mode, like you play like best of threes or best of fives against people and that. It's pretty fun. I've been jamming. They're not Shit, it's not officially Tetris. They call it like a familiar stacker game and like none of the music <laughs> is Tetris music, you know, but it's uh it's a banger.
0: All right, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely want to check that out. I know some people who would like be interested in that, and I'll have to slam them as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's about it for me this week in the in terms of the extracurriculars. You know.
0: Okay, I guess we're we're ready to jump right into the topics. Then we can get started with Patch Eleven Point Eleven, the official, the live drop. Which is yeah. pretty much the same as the preview that we did last week. It was actually kind of weird that, like, when we did the preview and then we were playing, I was I kind of thought that the changes had gone through already for some reason. <laughs> it's because you don't even
1: process were... them in your mind. You're like, you exactly. So I'm thinking about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, but anyway, so a lot of the changes that we saw were coming through. So there's going to be the Hail of Blades nerf, the changes to the that Wardstone item for supports they're mm-hmm. nerf to frostfire gauntlets um w- with respect to the range bonuses so the amount of slow and um the, the cooldown on it as well i think Oh, and the cooldown? For range um, yeah, uses, so they, yeah. yeah, for range units and then that's pretty much it. There's like a couple buffs and nerfs here and there, notably for like Seraphine and um and Moonstone, so maybe watch out for that. Mm-hmm. And then um uh, anything else you want to say on this patch?
1: Uh I think the other ones that we like uh for pro play, I guess I don't know if this is gonna be the start of L C S patch, probably, right? It's two weeks away. I don't know if they'll play on the brand new one. Um we see good nurse to uh Rumble and Morgana, so the the MSI dominant junglers getting taken back down. Um I think also we we saw there's changes to Senna on her scaling. I think those are good changes, trying to promote her uh her lethality or her like A P builds if you go like enchanter items. I think those are cool. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think otherwise I agree. I think I like the moonstone buff. Um, yeah, I hopefully you'll see a little bit more more healers coming out of that. Um, you know, like the true healers, not just the like Lilias who go moonstone out of the jungle randomly. Um and then I like the I actually was looking at the other like tank item changes they made, you know, the stuff around they nerfed Bramble Vest just on its own. It has a little less armor, does a little less uh damage because it won't scale uh, until you upgrade it to Thornmail. But then uh-huh. like Warmogs is getting its like minimum health thing changed? I don't know if that I I forget I I don't know if we talked about it the last time I don't remember how I don't I haven't figured out how the math will work on that in terms of uh, they change it from having to have three thousand max health as the uh, trigger point to now being eleven 1, hundred bonus health. So like it's probably still around the same items like two and a half items or something depending on your champ to get the passive trigger. But then they also gave a little bit of power buff to Warden's Mail and Randuin's Omen and Frozen Heart. I think those those changes all look kind of cool. Not like they're nothing like crazy, but probably will make it like some good buffs to those those tank items.
0: Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. I saw a lot of those. A lot of them seem like kind of confusing. Like the, um, I think one of the like frozen heart ones. It's like the damage reduction from the passive is just numbered differently. So that one we'll just have to go off feeling for that one. Mm-hmm. And then um and then on the Wormogs thing, I I want to see how that works out in ARAM as well um if you have to build something even another item or two alongside it or if uh something like um one of the health items like leandries or um or demonic gaze is going to be enough to go along with it uh to trigger the active passive you know just like let, random little things like that um for sorry, i don't know how much health warmogs gives off the top of my head i feel like warmogs gives a I lot ju- though on its own
1: i j- yeah i just looked it up it's 800 on its own so you'll probably only need like one other item for it to work out i mean it's like you you need two more ruby crystals on top of just warbox. So I mean, assuming you have that, depending on your tank, you probably have some bonus health, some good bonus health on your your own body. I guess your scaling bonus health doesn't count as bonus health. Huh? That's still base health. But yeah, I don't know. You probably it's probably only one other item. You just would need to make up three hundred bonus health outside of the warbox itself.
0: Yeah, and I feel like I feel like you'll um, like be okay. I in, yeah. In fact, it's probably a buff. But yeah, I guess that's cool. That they are gonna do it this way instead, and then in other news, well, along with this patch, I believe that Nexus Blitz is gonna come back. Um, are you yeah. a, a partaker of the mode?
1: Uh, i yeah, we played. I played Nexus Blitz a good amount. Uh, I think I played it a lot more the first time it came around. The yeah, same. Like, like when it came back with the Ionia rework and stuff, like the new map, like that was kind of cool. But I just didn't didn't play it a lot. Like the but the first time, yeah, that was that was a good game mode. I like it it's still fun i think when you play it with with people and everything but i don't know it it kind of it kind of has one of the problem that like earth has where like when you get to pick your champs if you're not picking like good champs you know and you like don't queue with people then it just is people are being sweaty and pissed at you for picking a bad champ even though like all i want to do is play <laughs> a 12 minute random game as riven even though i'm bad yeah for sure
0: yeah um I used to really like Nexus Blitz when it first came out. I used to play it a ton and then when they made the the jungle change to it where you have like two junglers, I played it a lot then. I think this last time it was around like back in like December-ish. I didn't really play it that much. Um so I don't remember all of the changes that they did back then because I know they reworked a lot of the little mini events. Um but it's still like a lot of the same like RNG with like Teemo or the scuttle racing and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I generally like it, and like you said, it's better to play with somebody else. Uh, Cause yeah, there's like a lot of like random ro- roaming or like just like sweaty people who play like <laughs> low key broken champs. When I just want to play like Ezreal for twelve games straight or something.
1: Right. I still I miss I like I I like that they have the the different items still in it. Those are just like funny like some of the old school like the Atmos and Paler and stuff. But um I my still my still favorite gold was to do uh i played tank caitlin in the first iteration i don't know if you can still do it i don't think it makes as much sense because of the with mythic items but it was stupid it was pretty stupid i mean it wasn't like good but if you got on fire if you could like scrounge it together like kill steals to get on fire then you like became actually like useful and then you were like too <laughs> unkillable as like a 650 range like tank it was funny
0: yeah, I actually really love the, like, the fire mechanic where, like, it just makes you stronger, mm-hmm. and so it makes you just kind of, like, bully everybody when you're, like, a ranged champion, so I think it's pretty funny. And then the last thing on the, this patch for me is going to be some new Project Sins that are going to come out. We're going to have Project Sejuani, Mordekaiser, Renekton, Senna, Silas, and Varus. I I think all of these look pretty sick, and I don't even know if I could pick a favorite, but, um... <laughs> We're gonna have to keep a lookout for these coming up this week. Is there? They all have really sick chromas as well, but like eight plus chromas for almost all of them. Yeah. Is there one you're um you're looking forward to?
1: Dude, honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't think that I want. Um, I don't think I'll buy like the VeriSkin. skin. That's probably the only champ that like I actually play out of these. Uh, I guess they're there's Senate too. I forgot about that one. I didn't look too much at, at these skins, honestly. Besides the Kaiser skin, I I saw the Bordekaiser skin in the like in the teaser trailer they did. You know when they first opened it, and then like looking at just at the skin spotlight for it. That skin is so cool, dude. Like I actually think like like the e the claw effect and like the the Death Realm like environment is just like so sick looking. I don't know, like. Like again, I don't play Mordekaiser, so I won't buy it. Like I don't care, but it just looks <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the
0: quality of these skins is really going up. But um yeah, I feel like these are all gonna be like thirteen fifty plus skins. No longer the any nine seventy fives or anything like that. So yeah. feels bad. Maybe <laughs> for true. Sejuani, if if no one wants it. So, yeah. <laughs> Alright, we can keep pushing. Also, they announced today on Tuesday uh, that they're going to come out with a visual and game update for Mundo. I think that's really cool. He um he looks really like modern, and um, I think they're going to do him really well with the the new skins. I saw there was already a teaser for like corporate Mundo and that sort of thing, and it all looks really nice so far. Um, and they revealed all of his skills as well. But I think we're going to end up covering that f- for another time.
1: we yeah, we just got too much stuff to talk about today. I think I think this is a good call.
0: Yeah, so just wanted to mention that out there but we'll definitely cover that more in the future and then um I think I saw out there that he's going to be released with the next patch on 11.12. So most likely he's not going to be enabled for the first maybe even second week of LCS. I guess we'll we'll see on that. Yeah. Uh but hopefully I wonder what the status on like v- Viego and us um and Gwen are going to be. Presumably I would think That's they're going to be good to go but yeah, Viego wasn't be able to be played for the whole spring split, right? Or even the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I forget, when did Viego even come out? Like was he that close or was he like near playoffs? But yeah, definitely he'll uh I hope I
0: feel, I feel like back. it was late January or something like that when Viego really? came out. I think I mean, so, could dude. Be true.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think I think he'll be i think he'll be back. I mean and I, I think Gwen will be too. I think Viego had like one or two bugs that were like I mean I think he saw has a ton of bugs like with the ultis and stuff, but I think there was like one or two that was game breaking kind of thing that they that was too common they couldn't let it happen in uh MSI, but I think they said that they fixed that. So hopefully that'll he'll he'll be able to see the light of day.
0: I hope so too, but probably not by this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> true. Very um
0: true. Yeah, and then on that point, let's get started with our picks of the week. Picks I feel like I've point. gone first. I kind of a the last few couple of times so yeah that's fair you know you think probably, you want to go or true. you want to leave it up to me again
1: no I can take it away here actually I think usually what happens is that uh I you know I, I spend some time during the day trying to figure out what my pick of the week is going to be like I don't know if there's like uh something that'll hit me or what but like most of the time I just can't think and then when it comes to this time when you ask me I just say like you go and I'll figure it out and this time I know it seems like I'm probably stalling, but I actually had it planned beforehand my pick of the week <laughs> is gonna be zach that's that's one of my og champs that was what i played like a ton in season three if you look at my opgg uh my like my season three stats is like 70 games of of zach and then like the next closest is draven at like 30 or something so you know i'm i'm pretty good at zach he's one of one of the ogs like i said um I think he's, you know, we talked a little bit about the tank item changes. You know, it could be good for him. He's got some... He's he's a strong engager. Just pull him out. He can play in top lane even, too. You pull out some Conqueror on him. He's pretty decent into other tanks. And just, you know, if you survive, it's pretty strong. I like him. It's a fun champ. Some powerful engage. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Zach is a
0: little spicy one. I've always... Uh, I can never, honestly, like... I can't play Zach or Ramus or those kind of, like, quote-unquote, long-range engagers because I can't, like fantasize in my head like that this is going to be a good engage when i engage at an angle or oh really <laughs> or, that, or that sort of thing that like you usually don't typically do unless you play that champion a lot so yeah it's like especially when you play against a lot of zacks i suppose they're just like you you might not know that he can come from this part of the mid lane wall until like you just have to get hit by that like five right. times and then you'll understand that like oh okay now i need to ward this much further out just to be able to know 'cause Zach could come from that angle or mm-hmm. um or Shaco could come from that angle and that sort of thing. Like like I said, I'm a slow learner. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll it, definitely I'm totally catch people it.
1: off guard. I like I like those where you're where you're like you do raptors or something and then you're just like, well uh, from here I can just yeah i gank mid and you just slingshot onto them while they're in the middle of the lane and and get their ass.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, well on that note, do you max Q?
1: No, you Maxi e always what?
0: Okay, I'm just I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Bro, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Wait, no, that's what I'm. E, e is the slingshot, right? And then Q yeah, is, e the is the slingshot. arm throwy. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I meant the slingshot. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. I had to think about that.
1: Yeah, you max been you max Q, like when he was a top laner, and you just had to like bully people because it was it would hit through everything and just do damage and slow. Like that was that was what you do way back in the day, but okay i think think he's been an emax since then
0: for sure and while we're on the topic did you do you like his oh do you like his current ulti or do you like his ulti when he was reworked where you would like body snatch people or
1: i like i like his current ulti i think i like his his body snatch one was cool but uh i don't know part of part of why i used to really like zach like when i like in season three season four is that he does like so much damage when you're ahead and you can jump on squishies like you you do so much damage to them if you can hit your full combo and you just it wasn't the same with the the uh the snatching ulti and it was like with the with the bounces you do just a ton
0: okay that that's interesting i actually like well because i like tank junglers or at least I like my junglers to play tanks so that they don't feed as hard. <laughs> I like the body snatch ulti because well, you you'
1: Well, you're still a tank, dude. It's just that you do a bunch of damage.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. For me... Oh, my bad. Are you done?
1: No, yeah, I'm good. You go. Take it away. Okay. Give me your, what's your pick of the week, man?
0: Okay. I, ca- I have kind of a troll pick of the week. And so <laughs> my, this time, my pick of the week is going to be the North American Ranked Ladder. So Damn! I was okay. just like, yeah, I was just, I mean, not that I'm a big part of it, but I was just scrolling through the challenger list today. You know, shout outs to Tactical and CoreJJ for holding down top five for what feels like forever. Um, I think Tactical was number one up to like earlier this weekend or something like that. He must have lost it. But you know, they've been, him and Tac- uh, CoreJJ have been pretty much secure top five, top three, especially now that Cloud9 went to MSI for a bit. And so... It's pretty cool that they're, you know, still playing a lot of solo queue. And I guess they, even tactical still plays a lot of arams. And then I decided <laughs> to just kind of like scroll through it. So I see that like a lot of people are up there. So like general snipers, top 10, um, Jose Diodos, I, he's top five as well right now. Um, and then I, I, I believe all of the pro players are basically challenger. Um, notable mentions are biofrost at nimble 30, who, um, took a, one split off, but doesn't seem like he's going to be playing next split. um I think double left is like number sixty, or f- no, he's forty. Double Biofrost he's is 50. thirty, and then double of is oh, is he fifty?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm looking at just on OPGG right now as you speak, and I see him at fifty.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they're not too far apart. And then yeah, I'm just like looking at it, so I thought it was pretty cool to know where all the pro players are at. Not that I like watch any streams of like solo queue, and not that I would want to. But, um, <laughs>
1: Who would do that, dude? Come on!
0: Yeah, so that's my little troll pick of the week. I guess um my because I was troll. I'll give you a second troll pick of the week, Okay. which is gonna be the uh, the dark technology prowler's claw Varus. <laughs> <laughs> that um I just like I was just like looking up Varus builds of like whether or not people still take like lethal tempo and, and they still make maybe they would make like Kraken Slayer Bork or like um gale force bork something like that Mm -hmm. but no people are making prowlers claw and i was like that doesn't even make sense how would you even use that so i looked up some videos (laughs) and pretty much i guess you just use it on minions so that you can r people it seems pretty stupid but
1: like well you you take it because it gives you the most lethality because the mythic passive on it is just flat lethality that you don't like you don't really care about cooldown from duskblade so Uh uh-huh so the so if you go prowlers it's actually the most damage if you can get away with it.
0: That's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> I mean like I was thinking of like ways that you could use the prowler's claw active and so I, I, I kept Yeah, thinking I mean you're not it wrong. Really it's
1: definitely that's definitely still there. It's not it's not totally yeah. troll that you can't use the active, but <laughs> it's it's pretty troll, I think. It's pretty troll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um I've only seen it. I, I when I saw it and I played Varus, I kinda pussed out. And I made just <laughs> played that game, and then I think I went like two and six. So we can just stop there. But <laughs> just wanted to mention that that it's on my radar, and I'll have to give it a try.
1: All right, all right, all right. Those are pretty good, dude. I like it. Um, thank you, thank you for the not totally troll. You know,
0: yeah. I mean, two trolls make a, a right. I think some. I think Confucius said that once upon a time. <laughs> okay, is there um is there any content? in the League of Legends universe that you wanted to uh, speak on this week. For me, I think um, I just watched a video with like an interview with Froggen. I found that to be kind of cool. Uh, I don't know why. And then um, nothing much else. I think I listened to the dive today, but other than that, not much else that I can remember. I think there was another um, another episode of the Crackdown that I listened to halfway or something like that. But other than that, nothing much since the end of MSI have I really tuned into um is there anything on your end
1: Uh not really for me same here um i think i started listening to i started listening to last night's hotline league uh they have pabu on the internet jungler for that one so it's you know good to hear from him but uh but yeah oh, not, that's awesome I actually yeah i haven't listed too much listened to too much other stuff um or watched any videos or anything like that yeah it's just been you know, our, MSI was kind of long, dude. Like, I don't know what else. Like, this, I, I'm, you know, I was a little leagued out. Like, I don't need to watch that much more.
0: For sure, for sure. I mean, it probably ended up being like close to ninety games. Yeah. Because um, it was si- it was sixty seven after the group stage. So, and I think every series went to. I think RNG and PSG went to game four. Yeah. And then the other two were five. Mad Lions, yeah. yeah, Mad Lions, and then the finals were five. So. But that's just a little over 80 games for the whole event. That's pretty crazy in yeah.
1: total. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: And then um, I guess in LCS news, it's official that 100 Thieves have now dropped Demonte. And it doesn't seem like any team is looking to pick him up right now. So I think his official announcement that uh, he put on his Twitter is that he's just going to be a little content creator for now. But yeah, it doesn't seem like he's going to be taking any Academy offers at the moment. I feel like um, I feel like that's bittersweet. I don't know. I it was just like a random drop off in the middle of the split after he was putting in work on hundred thieves, and then mm-hmm. and th- this is just it. There's no teams. Um, <laughs> when I, I feel like he's like solo of mid lane in a weird way, where like I feel like, like like any team could want him, especially in the bottom half. Um, I feel like there's upsides for him, so that's my take on it.
1: Yeah, I think he talked about it a little. Um, that it's not it's not so much that like. I, he didn't have academy offers like nobody would have picked him up but i think he just didn't want to be in academy anymore like it's like yeah he's kind of
0: he's been through that like three times i think yeah
1: and after being on you know like like world's caliber teams you know going back to academy or not having a spot like the next split so i you know i think to that degree it's kind of just like i could see how you just be like kind of fucking tired of it like you have played you have played at the academy level before and already proven like i'm better than academy like i don't need to be just some some other academy mid laner that they don't want so i can kind of see where he's coming from he talked i think it was the a couple weeks ago he was on hotline league and talked about the decision making process a little bit too like just like you know i mean think about it like you've been a pro for at least a couple years it's not you're not getting paid peanuts anymore Not, not as bad as like season three so he's he's made he's probably made some good money and just been living in gaming houses and now you can take some time. You don't have to worry about the grind if you don't need to, and just make some content, chill a bit.
0: True, true. All right, I'm, I'm gonna have to hit him up with the uh, <laughs> with the on the hunt lol podcast at gmail Yeah,
1: true, true. We're content. We're content. Yeah, content, bro.
0: And then um. And then you put it in the document here. That's something I didn't even know about because I didn't even check Twitter until like an hour ago. <laughs> um, apparently, so like... Um, I From what I have seen, there's um, there's a guy who's the head of the Golden Guardians um, esports team. His name is Hunter Lay. And he was talking about something last week. Um, like exactly May 18th. Presumably, I mean, I'm, when Cloud9 was no longer eligible for the top four is when that guy was tweeting about how NA needs to make improvements um, in different areas um, in order for international success. And he was even alluding to things that like um, C9 should just play their academy roster because in the LCS, because all that the main roster ever cares about is international success. And that's not improving the other teams um, with that, that mindset, if I'm correct. And then, yeah, I
1: think that's the gist. He was basically just trying to get ahead of all the like the discourse of like, man, any sucks. These are all our problems. It's all stupid, and you're all dumb, and we're all wasting money. And he's like, "This yeah. is what this is. This is how we could actually fix things." Or like, these are like these are just like these are the actual problems. Like, stop, stop just crying.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then that was last week. So today, um, the guy who is. Also, a part of the Golden Guardians organization named Danen was also tweeting some stuff, and I'll let you take it from here because the time that I, by the time I, I had checked it out, a lot of this stuff is deleted. So yeah, I'll let you um let you go on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, so basically, I, I guess I I haven't even paid attention to what stuff got deleted, but yeah, I guess you're right. Hunt, Hunter deleted a bunch of tweets that was basically like saying like he was he's talking about other stuff, um, but I think if you I think it was yesterday that Power of Evil streamed some in houses that like just TSM players were doing. Uh like that they had set up their own like in house thing. And I think they've been doing this like for longer than just like the last like yesterday, like like where they've been doing uh like kind of in house like leagues with not not necessarily leagues, but doing the same stuff that uh like the Core J J off season in houses were supposed to be where you have like maybe a coach or somebody like common it's just like five people doing you know customs and then the coaches like we'll give them feedback or whatever but it was just solo queue guys um but under tsm supervised coaching kind of thing uh so then tsm was just doing it on their own and poe was streaming it yesterday so i don't know how long like the tsm players have been doing it or whatever as a as the org but uh hunter like in reaction to it was saying like Man, I can't believe that TSM is just like fronting on like all the the stuff that we've already put in place, like the existing in-house league that pro players were supposed to queue up for, uh, and then now they're just doing their own thing, which is further exacerbating the problem by not letting um, you know not letting their players into this league, which leads to lower players queuing up, and then that means that the players that do want to play can't find games unless like it's Core JJ and Finn like bringing in full groups and so he just he put off a series of tweets that was just like this is the player's fault for not queuing up there's been like no in-houses over the offseason this is the team's fault for not encouraging it and TSM like even actively discouraging it by making their own thing this is Riot's fault for not having a better environment like that we have to actually do this in the first place and he's just going off on that and he like the fact that he called out TSM in particular on it, it made Bjergsen, like, follow back, and that's, like, if you look at Bjergsen's Twitter, he's got a couple tweets in response to it, just saying, like, Uh look, you're a dumbass, dude. Like, we've been a major part of, like, trying to get things to work and, and in like, expanding, like, the functionality of the in-houses and that kind of stuff. So, it was just, it was a whole tiff today that a bunch of people got into, where it just looked like Hunter was trying to shit on tsm for clout and then it wasn't the case
0: yeah like not the case at all from what yeah. <laughs> tweeted, which
1: is pretty funny
0: i feel like um that about wraps it up though like it's uh it's all said and done just a quick drama in like the span of yeah. a couple hours i guess
1: yeah big or drama alert <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and that's actually a problem to transition into our next topic because I'm going to tell you that I didn't watch any of the MSI games. And so, yeah, that's all we're good for. It's just drama talk <laughs> and not actual League
1: of Legends. Dude, I'll be, yeah, I mean, that's kind of fair. I think, like, honestly, I watched, I only watched some of the games and it was basically just like, I mean, I would wake up at like eight or so maybe on the weekends, you know, probably a little later, but just whatever games were on, like after I woke up were the only ones that I actually watched. And I would just watch like the end of the series as they, as they played out. So, you know, I wasn't. I was also half awake and like trying to do other stuff in the morning, you know, brush my teeth or whatever. So I wasn't, I wasn't giving it full attention, but at least I caught some games, I guess. If you caught none, then yeah, it's doomed.
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I caught bits and pieces of the the Mad Lions series. I saw Mm -hmm. game four was like a super quick game and then game five didn't look too bad, but it was still pretty favored for Damwon and then they were able to close out that series. And then for the RNG PSG one, I actually have no clue. It seemed like that one was... (laughs) Uh, started off on good foot, like they were one and one at some point, and then RNG ended up winning the last two games, I believe, mm-hmm. for three one score. And then um, for the finals, yeah, I don't really have much to say on it. I, have, I actually have like no clue how any of that <laughs> had gone on, and th- I think it's just honestly it's like the time zone just kind of messing with us because, and also no co streaming. Um, that like I t- I actually have no interest in watching any of these <laughs> games. I don't know why. I don't know if that's a warning for moving into LCS summer. (laughs) No, it's um, okay, dude.
1: We're doing the show. Come on, you'll have to watch the LCS games. The MSI didn't matter. C9 was already out of it. We didn't care, but Uh, LCS. uh, Yeah, it's just
0: the timing. Because like, if I don't like, first of all, I think one series was on Friday, so I, you know, I'm just not going to catch that game. And then even
1: what? Because like, you you go to work and actually like don't watch the games, dude. Look at you. You big yeah. busybody, responsible <laughs> guy,
0: and then yeah, and then even sun- Saturday, Sunday, like I'm not gonna wake up for those games, and then I might catch like like game four or game five at like ten ten a.m. night or something like that, and then like that's it. Um, and even then, like it wasn't, I'm not interested in any of the players or any of the gameplay. Um, so maybe it's just doomed, but <laughs> yeah, I just didn't feel like watching it, and I don't have any like, huh, yeah, I have no no motivation to go back and watch it, especially now that it's aired. I'm not, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm just not an an- a true analyst, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of true. It's hard, I mean, it's hard to just, if you're not, like, I, I think it's different when, like, if we were in college and still playing, you know, like, that's where you're, where you're you're actively on a team or something, and then that's like, like shit, I could watch these and, you know, pretend like I'm figuring something out from it, dude, or I'll know the meta for the next week's matches. But, when you just or when it's just like a viewer point of view it's a lot harder.
0: Yeah, I think that is another thing too is that the MSI patch was so different from the the LCS spring patch and then it's going to be different again for the summer patch, so like it's like in a weird way it's like such an a separated anomaly from everything that's going to happen before and after um for an international event. Yeah. Like every all like I assume Rumble's gutted. Um, we were talking that about last week that the Morgana nerf isn't that bad, but maybe that's just enough for people to not want to play it, and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then uh, there, like we said, maybe new champions are going to be introduced into the mix, so the whole meta could possibly be change. Um, not just from spring to summer, but also even just MSI to summer, it could be maybe not drastically different, but at least notably. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I will anyways, say. It- oh, go ahead.
1: I will say, having watched a few of the games, you know, the at least at least Friday's games were when I was still, you know, because like, I don't know if you remember last week, maybe I shouldn't say it because nobody will call me on it. But last week I was like that Mad Lions had a real shot to win the whole thing. Right. And I think the games proved that uh, I was more right than uh, we probably thought. Because they took on all the way to five games and, like, looked good in their, like, in the whole series, I think. Or at least what I saw. They had a, a couple games. I mean, they took a couple games. Karzy and Kaiser. Karzy was playing, like, kind of out of his fucking mind. Like, it, it, they the series, it seemed like, devolved back into, like, Kaisa versus Zaya bottom lane meta. And so it was, like, kind of weird because that wasn't most of the tournament. But Karzy was just trying his best to show, like, show Ghost that they sucked, you know? And... And Showmaker was just doing everything in his power to drag his Inting bot lane across the finish line. Um, but but it, I don't know that that looked like a really good showing for me from from uh, Mad Lions, who you know going into this was like I don't know. I think a lot of people pegged them as like yeah, like they're the fourth place out of these four, like and and really the fourth place. You know, like they're better better teams, and they they proved kind of that they des- belong to be there.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that. Um they were able to do so well against Damwon especially in the first 3 games uh, of that series from what i was just like checking on reddit mm-hmm. and it's kind of a shame that there's no third place match um uh, although i think PSG beat Mad Lions 2-0 don't quote me on that but yeah i don't like the way that it turned out i don't know if Mad Lions is the fourth place team out of the top 4 but it seemed like they were doing really uh really well in their series against Damwon and you know i would be excited if i watch the LEC for Mad Lions to come back and be able to like be proud that they were the MSI representatives for their uh region
1: yeah you know I think like I think like you said we didn't really watch the other series that much uh or like any of it other, that much but if I if I had to just take like some some overall takeaways from the from MSI as a whole I would say that like these top teams like going up against each other like basically I mean basically the top five uh, you know the the teams that made it to rumble stage I mean even for that you could give them props, but they're i think it's a different tier um but the top five teams that made it to rumble like kind of proved that the the top of the regions like are legit competitive like it's not it's it's still obvious i mean like c nine still finished three and seven, but like there's there's more worlds than not where they could have been like five and five like in those groups uh and I think that seeing how Mad Lions played against Damwon one in comparison to how well you know how well all of these teams kind of showed up against their respective region you know where damn one was just shitting on all of lck uh c9 kind of looked a step above i mean i guess maybe not c9 as much it was like kind of c9 and tl that were the top in na uh mad lions you know made you know fanatic and g2 look like they were silly i mean they it, they Fnatic, didn't even make playoffs or whatever, and then Rogue was the other team that they beat. Rogue, you know, like like I, if I'm all of these regions, I'm looking forward to like how well I can compete as the second and third team going into like Worlds. Even though I think I think LPL is probably the only one that people will tell you is different, and that they're you know I I, I already said like I was thinking as soon as as soon as RNG won, they're just like fuck, dude. How many Dom tweets am I gonna have to see about how? LPL is so much better than even what RNG is. Like RNG was probably not even the best team in the region. They just showed up in playoffs. Like there's five other teams that could have won LPL playoffs. It's just so much higher level across the board. And now that they have four seeds going into Worlds, no other region has a hope. And I was just like, man, I don't, I don't want to hear that. But it's probably true. But it's probably true, dude. But I don't want to hear it. I don't know that. Like it's probably true, but also RNG lost to fucking. C nine. So tell me, tell me how that works, dude. Come on.
0: Yeah, I'm agree with you. The the top of each region is more closer than we, maybe we would have thought. And you know, it's a shame that Cloud nine went three and seven, losing at least once to every team. But uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I'm still excited for Worlds. You know, and yeah, maybe um, I don't know if they've said anything, but I really like this um, MSI format with the way that like they get to play a more Variety of teams and also mm-hmm. more matches, um, as opposed to being like playing only six games for the world's group stages. Um, C9 got to play 10 in the Rumble stage, um, against five different teams, or is it six? Five different teams. Five And, teams, um, yeah. so yeah, I hope, um, I hope there's gonna be something much more similar like that for worlds, unless it's already announced that it's gonna be the same as last year. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited and, um, Four teams from, and uh, yeah, on that note, uh, because LPL won the first place of MSI, they're going to have an extra seat at Worlds, and then also, based on the cumulative rankings of placements for each region at international events over the last two years, additionally, Curia is going to get another seat as well. I don't know if that's going to be like, oh, they're just placed into the all four group stages groups already, or if, or if the fourth place team from each of those is going to have to go through play ins, or if there's even going to be a play ins this year, I don't know. We'll see. Um,
1: yeah. I think, yeah. So that's, not... I think what it was last year, right? We had fourth seeds. It was because it was fourth seed EU, right? And fourth seed China. Is that right?
0: Yeah. It was, oh, it was Mad Lions, right? And also right. LGD, I believe.
1: Okay. Right. And so they were the ones. Yeah. So they went through play ins, but then. Yeah. If, but then, yeah, I think if you if you have all four teams make groups and it's still four groups, then they have to be in different groups, like one in each group. Right, right. But yeah, if, I guess if they don't do groups the same, then who knows? Who knows?
0: Who knows, dude? Okay, that's going to wrap up our, our MSI discussion and then we'll get right back to what this podcast is really about, which is going to be LCS Summer Split starting June 4th. And so we'll just get right into it. It's going to be A different format from the spring so instead of double round robin it's going to be triple round robin um presumably over nine weeks so and so it's going to go from june 4th and then i believe the end of playoffs is like um late august so it's about like three months of lcs content for us and also different from previous years there's going to be um your spring split record carrying on from before And so we'll just go through that really quick of the top six. So um, it was pretty close. C9 was first place at uh, 13 and 5, followed by TSM and TL at 12 and 6. Right behind them is going to be 100 Thieves and Dignitas at 11 and 7. And then lastly, EG at 10 and 8. With special shout out to IMT, I believe, in seventh place, who was not too far behind EG, I believe. So it's, it's not too big of a... A difference between first or an even and even sixth place or seventh place just a yeah. matter of like three or four games and they're it, it's going to be triple round robin so you're going to play 27 games over the course of the summer split um i'll take a break there and just say i'm fucking hyped dude
1: <laughs> yeah i'm excited too it'll be good to have uh have everybody all the boys back in a playing again you know time you know i've watched enough of these like good teams in in msi like it It wasn't that interesting but like god damn am i excited to see you know fucking dignitas and see Soli go come back into action and stomp on some kids dude
0: that's actually true like i kind of forgot about i kind of forgot about dig and eg since they were eliminated from the playoffs so quickly kind of yeah. and also like well especially dig right they played only one series right in e, uh, eg as well and then um and then, yeah, just like like you said, MSI has been going on for so long that it, uh, it feels like um, I'm gonna have to need a refresher on like the state of these teams and how they were <laughs> at the end of the spring split. Like I kind of forgot that Deck went on a pretty big run and then just kind of flopped during the playoffs um, against TSM, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I, I even like I'm I'm surprised almost looking at these records. Like I I knew it was. I guess I I guess I remembered that it was close. Like going into the final weeks and stuff but dang you're right only like three games separating cloud nine and eg at the sixth spot like seems seems really wild considering the the 27 game upcoming split so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out I like i'm i'm curious to see how these records like carrying over like matter it's it's like totally a different game when you think about like just having having way more chances ahead of you, you know, than just like, oh, shit, we just have another two games against each team. We have to make these count or something, you know, it's like, it's like you have three matchups. Now you have just like so many more overall games to, you know, snag a win or two off of a top team or just try and secure the bag against, you know, Golden Guardians three times. So it's, it's more definitely more like the marathon mindset of, of like real pro sports that have long ass seasons and shit like that too.
0: Uh-huh, I think another thing that's interesting is that if you're playing at like three games against somebody, but you're gonna play against them across three different patches most likely so i that's, that's going true. to be interesting as well, unless like you play against somebody week three and then week four, yeah, so maybe you could play somebody on the same patch in that kind of scenario, but it's more likely than not you're gonna play some teams let's say like week one and then week five and then week nine or something like that it right. just could be like wildly different patches in between um That's true. so we'll see how that goes and then um also the playoffs for the summer split are going to be a little different this year um so I'll review that really quick so instead of the top 16s like it was for the mid season showdown there you yes. go
1: you got it yeah <laughs> um, you got you got to be... be ready for those dude if we want like riot sponsorship and like backing we got to have those kind of like branded like names on lock
0: Yeah, dude, it was a tongue twister, for sure. (laughs) Um, So instead of the top six, it's going to be the top eight uh, who qualify for the summer split playoffs, now called the LCS championship. Um, And the way that works is first and second seed start in the upper bracket um, round two. So I wonder if that means they get a bye. Um, And then three, four, five, and six also start in the upper bracket in round one. Mm. Uh, while seventh and eighth place start in the lower bracket, so presumably they only get to lose one series. And speaking <clears> of which, every um, every match is going to be a best of five. Okay. And okay. Th- the top three teams um, at the end of all this will be our representatives for Worlds.
1: I like it. I'm glad. You know, I, I like I do like this better than having the the you know the the like circuit point auto qualifier like or or the gauntlet. I think just having the one tournament is like legit to keep the the stakes high throughout it
0: yeah and then, like the qualification for the tournament is not that hard like just top eight but then also the seating is based off of both your sp- spring and summer split which matters because it, it either nets you a f- uh, a free game in the fr- in the case of first and second and it also nets you the chance to lose a series for three four five and six and mm-hmm. one and two in that case so i feel like it's pretty huge for um it's just all funneling into this one tournament that determines your qualifications for worlds. Yeah. So I think that's I think it's gonna be really uh good and an improvement from the format that they've used for the previous years with the championship points and yeah, like you said. Yeah, all agreed. All all good points. Okay. I guess if you wanna talk about your vacation on on record, we can just yeah, sure. end it out.
1: Yeah, I will I will say then uh I'm actually I'm going on vacation. It's actually my dad's sixtieth birthday. Not not this coming week, but in the beginning of June. Um Ooh, so, Yeah, dude. So we're we're planning a, a trip. I'll be actually like leaving my house, like leaving our like state for for vacation. So that'll be kinda kinda wild. Um, but it'll be Starting this Saturday and then going until June seventh, so through the first week of LCS and everything. So I'll have to skip out on on next week's session. But I'll be I'm sure I'll be able to watch the game still or at least follow what goes on in week one and be, be ready to go on uh, on our next episode upon my return.
0: All right. Sounds good, dude. Actually I was thinking about you today because just Aww. a totally random Aww. thing. So like because you work from home, uh-huh. do you eat like home cooked meals for lunch every day?
1: Uh, I mean it depends. I mean like it depends on what you call it like a home cooked meal too. I mean not usually like most of the time I'm the only person home like during the day also. Uh, okay. So yeah, just,
0: do you just eat like frozen stuff from Trader Joe's or something? Like what's what's the what's the lay down?
1: No, yeah, I think the usual strat, dude. Is, I mean like usually I'm a leftovers for lunch kind of guy. Like whatever whatever goes uh-huh. down the night before we'll usually have a lot of stuff um usually on the weekends actually what usually happens is my uh my neighbors come over and we'll like have dinners together but that means like my dad will cook like a bunch of food so we'll have some leftovers from the weekend that can carry over for a couple of days during the week and then like if uh if we if my mom and i like cook that night or go out to Dude, eat that's sort like
0: randomly wholesome
1: then we have like extra stuff that i can eat for lunch Otherwise, sometimes if there's nothing or I just don't feel like eating anything, I'll just, you know, if I can get some Uber Eats or drive down to Taco Bell or something.
0: <laughs> Taco Bell.
1: Can't, can never count out the classics, dude.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. I just like, I needed to know that today. So I'm glad <laughs> we got that settled out.
1: You're sitting there like eating like a, like celery stick and a string cheese and you're like, damn, dude, I wonder what, I wonder what Raymond eats for lunch.
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Dude, speaking of the string cheese? Have you ever had Well, well first of all, do you like hot cheetos?
1: Um, uh, I'm not like a big fan. I don't think I just don't eat them like often ever, uh, you know? PG. I was Never yeah. mind then. Yeah. No, I mean, go ahead. you want to If you want to talk about them, go ahead and talk about hot cheetos, dude. I'm not going to stop you.
0: All right. For my third troll pick <laughs> of the week. <laughs> try the combination of hot cheetos and string cheese like peeling the string cheese and like putting it directly into the bag of hot cheetos and like oh. shaking it up into something and you get the cheeto dust all over the string cheese and then also on your fingers and into your mouth and is delicious
1: wow that sounds that sounds like a fucking concoction dude i, I respect that i respect that
0: yeah a concoction full of like 80 percent sodium of the day <laughs> but um but it's totally worth it um Preferably with the lemon Hot Cheetos, but you know the regular ones work okay as well. Okay, okay.
1: I'll uh, I'll keep it in mind. I you know you, those aren't usually things that are stocked in my pantry. So <laughs> if uh, if it ever comes that I do have those together, I'll I'll definitely give it a shot. It's
0: like um, it's like definitely like the ghetto gas station like road trip kind of thing. We're like <laughs> that that just pick those two things up if your gas station has string cheese for some random reason. All right, dude, I think that's it for
1: me. All right, dude, I'll, I'll let that be a good, a good send off. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And that's going to be it for episode 15 of on the hunt, a League of legends podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. And if you did, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on the service that you're listening to us on. If you aren't already subscribed, we'd appreciate it. If you also give us a rating or hit the like button to show us some support. You can find us on YouTube as well as your podcast player of choice from Apple's podcast to Spotify and so forth. We'll see you all next time for another episode of On The Hunt.
1: Hey, leave us a comment with your best Hot Cheetos combination (laughs) food.
0: That'll stir up the engagement, dude. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)